Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach, brought to you by the TeacherCast Educational Network. If you are in charge of professional development and looking to build an innovative digital learning experience, this is the podcast for you. Join us each week as we uncover strategies that tech coaches are using to drive their digital transformations one classroom at a time. And now for your host, with over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Teacher Cast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making Teacher Cast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 197. We are just one more week away from seeing everybody in New Orleans, Louisiana. That is right. Next week is the ISTE conference. We are going to be coming to you live from ISTE 2022, and I am looking forward to seeing everybody down there. And of course, somebody who I'm extremely looking forward to seeing down there is my good co-host, Sue Vincent. Sue, how are you today? Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. I am great. It's great to be back, enjoying what we've had of summer so far. We've been out of school for um, right at two weeks now here in Kentucky. And yes, as Jeff said, I'm looking forward to getting back to the ISTE conference. I've never been to New Orleans. And Jeff, it'll be just great to see you face to face instead of in a square right here. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a while since we're down there. You know, this episode is dropping on the 13th. For me, my school is actually still in session for one more week. Our, our last day is this coming Friday. I'm looking forward to relaxing. And Sue, that is what this show is all about. We've got a great guest we're going to introduce shortly here. But today we're going to be talking about social and emotional I don't know if, it, if it's learning or not, but really today we're just going to talk about how do coaches take a deep breath as yes. we exhale from the last three years. Wow. Just to say that, Sue. And we get ready for a long summertime of learning and relaxing and excitement. And then we get ready for a brand new school year. Absolutely. Are you excited that it's the summertime, Sue? Oh, I am. I'm a 12-month employee, but I know my teachers and just conversations I've had with them, they're excited. And I'm excited, too. I get a little bit of downtime. I've got a couple weeks of vacation coming up in June, plus the ISTE conference and another week in July. So, yes, I'm looking forward to rejuvenating and getting myself psyched up for the new school year ahead. We have plenty of things going on here at Ask the Tech Coach, and I want to bring on today a guest of mine who I have had the privilege of working with for the last year in the ISTE Community Leaders Group. I want to bring on my friend, Miss Danielle McGee. Danielle, how are you today? Welcome to Ask the Tech Coach. Thank you. I'm well. I'm well. I'm excited to be here with you guys. I'm really excited to discuss what we're going to be talking about later on today. I am excited to have you on here. First of all, how are you doing? And tell us a little bit about yourself. You're from Mississippi. I am. I'm actually from Mississippi, northern Mississippi here. You've probably heard of Mississippi State University. Our town um, is the seating county for that university here. It's one of the largest here in the state of Mississippi. And I've been in tech for almost 20 years now and currently doing some work with some K-12 schools and some consulting for some universities. So I've been busy. The summer, most of the time people think this is the vacation time, which it should be. But this is usually my busy time of the year because I'm closing out one year and opening up or preparing to open up a new year. So it gets pretty busy. So hopefully I'll get to take a vacation sometime in July. Well, let's talk a little bit about that, right? We've all just gotten through three, I keep saying this, three school years full with 
oh my goodness, right? Uh, what was it like for you? Uh, what was it like being in Mississippi with all of the, uh, we're trying not to say the P word today, but with know. everything that went through, what was the last couple of years like for you, Danielle? The last couple of years, to actually be honest with you guys, it was a bit tough. I actually lost my um, father back in 2020, May of 2020. So along with a lot of the other things were, that were going on, um, there were some family members and friends and different things like that. But overall, I would have to say um, there were some good experiences gained. I, I have to say some of the things that I've been pushing for years as far as implementing a lot of online learning or distance learning or using a lot of other ed tech tools were kind of, um, I don't want to say forced into place, but they were opened up to students who otherwise probably wouldn't experience a lot of that until they went off to maybe college or something like that. So it kind of opened up the doors for showing that there are different ways of learning and, and teaching and different things like that. So I, I think that's a great way of looking at it. So, you know, for the last couple yeah. of years, yes, they've been rough, but it has provided the opportunity to try new things. Yeah, I think we've all had the opportunity, I mean, as coaches, definitely, which is where we're focusing this conversation. As coaches, I think we've all grown as people, as support staff, and being able to better know how to reach our teachers with those tools that they've been forced to um, use. And we have, I feel like I have grown as a coach and I was a, like Danielle, I've been in this for over 20 years, but I think in the last three years, I've definitely grown as a coach in various aspects. You really have to put your feet to the pedal, you know, and show, Hey, this is what we've been working on. This is what we've been prepping for. Throw me in coach. I'm ready. <laughs> yes. It's and, and that's the attitude that we have. Right. And, you know, us as coaches, we are programmed, right? Come in, take care of the teachers. Once the teachers are up and running for the day, you, you check in with your administrators. Once you're done with the administrators, then you go classroom shopping and you figure out where the students need your help. And then once you have that, you're working with maybe the IT department. And then once you're done that, you're working back with the teachers. And we're always focused on giving. My question today is how do we start to become self-aware of our own well-beings when do we have a chance or how do we teach ourselves to say okay i need a break it's too much whether that be now as we start the summertime or in the middle of february march april where those are the tough months how do we become more aware of what we're feeling and make sure that we're keeping our sanity one thing that i usually suggest to admin when i'm working with them in different school districts is to take some time out, whether that be time that they just set aside or during their PLC groups to really go over some self-reflections. I have worksheets and different things like that, that I provide them with several different questions, you know, just discussing how are you feeling? How do you feel about this? And what are some of your um, goals or um, different things like that centered around their well-being and not just, Hey, this is what we want you to work with your students on because we all know social and emotional learning is it's an inter integral part of human development but it's also integral to education in itself you know it's the process through which a lot of people acquire and apply their knowledge and their skills and attitudes to develop you know healthy identities as they become 
older. So we have to make sure that those that are pouring into our children, that they're healthy as well when it comes to, you know, managing their emotions and achieving, you know, those personal and collective goals that they have or um, feeling and showing empathy for others and establishing and maintaining supportive relationships with their their peers, as well as the parents that they're serving in the, in the community and those students that they're working with in the classroom. So um, it's just a host of different things, even, you know, making responsible and caring decisions, all of that plays into SEL. You know, it, it actually works to benefit our students in advancing educational equity, you know, in the long run. I'm going to stop talking so much and let you guys join in. One of the things that I'm trying to be more cautious about next year is that stress level, right? We all want to do a good job and there are times where you walk into a classroom and they're ready for you. There's times where you walk into a classroom and you get the, nope, I'm good. Like, thanks. And you're ready to go. But next thing you know, you're turned around staring at the hallway. And is that stressful? Yes. We all want to do a good job. Is that directly related to us being alert, aware, self-conscious? So how do you manage things when you're ready to go but like it just kind of dissipates a little bit when that teacher is not ready. Or you might walk into that room and go, oh, there's a substitute today. Time to go away. Yeah, yes, that's definitely happened a few times in my coaching career over the last uh, 15 plus years. You know, it's definitely takes experience. You know, when I first started out as a coach, you know, you almost take it personally of oh they don't want me in there they're not ready but it's not you you've got to know your own self know that you've done your due diligence to be prepared on your side and if they haven't been prepared on their side that's on them and remember as a coach for the most part 99.9 percent .9 of you are not supervisors I mean, I'm not their supervisor, so there's nothing I can do about it. It's on them, and it's between them and their supervisor. If they're not prepared, then you just move on, and, you know, you have that conversation later. You follow up with you. You go, like you said, move on out to the hallway and move on to the next task on your list and have a follow-up conversation later. You know, that's all about going back to the relationships that we always talk about. You know, maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe they had you know, a tragedy happened to them that morning or, you know, something going on. Maybe they had a fight with their spouse and they're just not on par. And, oh, coach, that can happen to you too. And you can be in that same boat any day yourself. And, and you just said the phrase not prepared. Prepared could be two things. Prepared could be they're not ready to work with you, but it also might be their expectations have not been set forth by their administrator to say, Absolutely. this is the relationship that you should be having. We talk about this all the time, Sue, of we know what we need. We know what a coaching cycle is. We know where we're supposed to go. We know how to, we, that's our focus, but that's not where they are. So, you know, there's plenty of shows that we've done here, Sue, where we talk about how do you make sure that you're training your teachers to work with your coaches just equally as you're training your coaches to work with your teachers. The nice thing is, is as we're looking through the summertime, there are some things that we can do right now, whether it be alone with a group, with our families, 
to help us take that deep breath. And we want to hear from you. You can, of course, reach out to us on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Head on over to our website at AskTheTechCoach.com or heck, even join our Instructional Coaches Network over on Facebook. These are some of the things that we're doing right now to help us take that deep breath and get ready, be more aware. Sue, what's the first thing that we should be doing as instructional coaches now that the school year is over? Well, give yourself some downtime. You know, as much as you might be a self-admitted workaholic like I am, you have to give yourself some downtime. There has to be some balance. So, you know, I'm going to defer over to Danielle, Jeff. Danielle, what are some ways you give yourself downtime as a coach, as a consultant? I would totally agree with you on that, but I do stick with um, five main strategies, you know, in sort of like a SEO playbook style. Um, one would be growth mindset, really work on growth mindset and changing the mindset of how we um, perceive different things or how we process different things. Um, unpacking the educator identity as far as figuring out who your educators are and figuring out what they need, take an assessment of your people, you know, uh, if you're in administrative roles or if you're a teacher listening to this, you know, do a self-reflection and, and figure out, hey, what am I struggling with to make sure that I, I maintain my, my well-being? Um, and also, you know, just um, checking in with some of your peers, doing the two-word check-in, you good? Fine, you know, you know, I mean, it's just as simple as that. I don't want to make it sound like um, it's it's minimal, but just those two words can can be the opening to, you know, a conversation that somebody or someone may need to have. And like you and Jeff were saying earlier, um, we as instructional coaches, sometimes we are, we're kind of left to be the the guide on the side instead of the sage on the stage, we can't really take over. We can, we can lend a helping hand and a push and, and show, but until we get, you know, some, some backing or support from um, maybe administrators and different things like that is we're limited as far as what we can do as instructional coaches in that, that atmosphere, but we can certainly supply resources and, and suggestions for what can be done to promote um, well-being among our teachers. I think that's a great idea. You know, it's so easy these days to go into a group chat and say, y'all good. But to actually sit there and say, Sue, how you doing? Danielle, how you doing? Mm -hmm. And just having those check-ins, you might not have spoken to this person all year. It's a good time to get together. And Sue, there's another thing that we can do as we're sitting here taking a breath that kind of goes in with reconnecting with everybody. What's the second thing on our list? Yeah. So maybe you've had that downtime Another way to just recharge and rejuvenate yourself is attend conferences, whether it be a professional conference, which I know we're all very excited to see each other here at ISTE, but maybe it's a conference to do with something to do with your downtime that doesn't have anything to do with your profession, but definitely attending those conferences, whether it's local, regional, national, what have you. And my suggestion is meet up with somebody, right? Follow those coaching hashtags, follow those ISTE hashtags. If you're coming to the conference, whether it be virtual or not, there are so many amazing coaching sessions uh, next week at ISTE, whether they be virtual, physical, again, our, our good friends, Ashley McBride has some good stuff. Adam Juarez has some good stuff. I have a few sessions, Sue. Um, yes, there's a good stuff going up, but there's a lot of great coaching sessions out there. So if you are going out to ISTE, check that out. Um, 
so many different things out there that you can do as far as conferences. There's an ed camp. There's teach meets. Uh, Mass Q's got stuff. Q out in California. Lots of great stuff going on. You know, just go out there, learn that art of networking again, and figure out what's going on. Yeah. Danielle, remind me, you are going to ISTE this year? I am. I'm going to be there. What are you looking forward to? I'm just looking forward to seeing everyone, to be honest, in person, just, you know, working on building those relationships that we've already um, started with and obtaining some new ones. Honestly, I'm I'm just really excited about a lot of the new tools that are going to be on display. And hopefully, you know, some of our teachers can take that time, like you said, and attend some sessions and work on building their strength and resilience, you know, so they can help themselves as far as dealing with the stress of teaching and managing a classroom. So hopefully they'll create some great networks while they're there as well. And remember, if you're a coach and this is your first time attending a conference like ISTE, whether it's ISTE or another big conference, those conversations in the hallway, in the food court, Mm -hmm. at the evening activities, sometimes those are the most beneficial the sessions are awesome. The exhibit hall is great, but sometimes there's those side conversations are what gets your fire relit to motivate you to move forward. Even if those side conversations are at places like the after hour parties yes. or out in the middle of Bourbon Street. Who knows? There's a lot of great places, but we have downtime. We have conferences. So there's one more thing here that we're looking at. How do you handle uh, you know, taking that deep breath, managing the stress. What is something that we can listen to every single day? Oh, podcasts are a huge outlet for me. I hardly, I rarely listen to the radio in the car anymore. I, I always have a podcast going. And a lot of times it's about education and technology, but there's also other podcasts I enjoy listening to. And, you know, I'm going to give a shout out to, um, a, a couple of ladies teaching to the top, Michelle Ferre and Bridget Spackman. They are awesome on this very topic that we're discussing. So uh, shout out to those ladies. There's, of course, several great podcasts as part of the Teach Better podcasting network, which this show is a part of. You can head on over to teachbetter.com forward slash podcast. I think the network is up to 40 or 45 shows. No matter what you're looking for, coaching, education, or otherwise, check out everything over at teachbetter.com. And the next thing, Sue, is my favorite. This is what I'm looking forward to this summer the most. What is that next thing we can be doing? family time that's huge absolutely go ahead you know we have our garden out here in our little property in kentucky we're enjoying taking care of that we're looking forward to our vacation at universal orlando here in a few weeks it's just that's what keeps me going you know that family time and just downtime not to have to open an email turn off those notifications on the phone and you know go ride the whole roller coaster yeah, I really had to work on that, turn off the notifications on my phone, you know, <laughs> within the last two years. I think I've I've used it more um, this year than I ever have. But it's, it's, it's so tempting to want to check and respond to every single email. But like you said, sometimes you just have to turn it off. And, and I'm somewhat of a country girl, so I like to get outside and ride four-wheelers and look at the, the, the animals and different things like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm right along there with you, Susan. 
So we've talked about having downtime. We talked about going to conferences, listening to podcasts, having family time. But there are workaholics listening to this show. I happen to be one of them. And I know that I can't have downtime. I can't go to conferences. I can't listen to podcasts. And I can't focus on my family time until I wrap up the previous school year and get ready for that next one. So Sue, what's the last thing that maybe we want to be thinking about either while we're taking that breath or even slightly before we take that, that big first breath. Well, clean out and organize your digital life, whether your email, your Google drive, your wonder, whatever you use, organize those files in a way that is meaningful to you. That will help you to take a deep breath. You know, I, I just did that a couple of weeks ago, right before our last day of school. I still work during the summer, but just like Danielle said, to wrap up that previous school year before I start working on the next one. You know, I got rid of um, files that I didn't need, cleaned out the um, trash bin in my Google Drive, unstarred everything I didn't need, and then I started all the new stuff for that I need in my Google Drive quick and handy as I start beginning new teacher orientation planning. Danielle, what about yourself? Are you one of those people? I know you're also 12 months like Sue, but are you one of those people that have to take time to get everything cleaned out? Or do you find yourself starting the new school year with all that baggage? I am. I'm an organizer. I like to make lists and and make charts and set these sections here for this and this. And I also try to encourage a lot of the instructional staff to try to work on digitizing a lot of their things during the summer if they can to make it a little bit easier when it comes around to the next year as far as like you said earlier Susan and Jeff organizing and and decluttering you know your digital resources you know um, by doing that that relieves a lot of stress in itself as well so um, I'm, I'm a, a really big um, advocate for for decluttering your digital space as well and trying to digitize a lot of your instructional resources that you're going to be using. So you can also make it available to the students when they're not in the classroom. Whether your school is using an LMS or not, I would I would really encourage a lot of um, instructional staff to, to work on doing that. We're certainly looking forward to seeing everybody out there at ISTE next week. If you can't make the conference, let us know. We would love to hear from you guys. Find us over on Twitter at Ask the Tech Coach. Let us know what you're doing to keep yourself on check, letting us know what your SEL strategy is for the summertime. Of course, please head on over to askthetechcoach.com. You can certainly sign up for either our Facebook or our LinkedIn group, and we've got some great activities that we're planning, and we're going to be sharing those after ISTE, but they definitely include some of our ISTE friends, and we're looking at doing some live events and live shows over the summertime and would love to have you guys be a part of it. Danielle, where do we learn about the great things that you're doing? What's your socials? How do we get in touch with you? You can check me out at scaredsheetless.com where we're taking the fear out of ed tech. We have training solutions via online or face-to-face. And you can look me up at Scared Sheetless or Scared Sheetless Original. And Sue, I know you've got some great stuff going on. Um, what's What are you looking forward to this year at ISTE? What's your sessions? I have down a lot of those coaching sessions that we just referred to a few minutes ago in the um, earlier in the podcast. Um, um, several things from Ashley McBride and Adam Juarez and uh, Jeff Bradbury, those people, you know, catch those sessions. 
And if you guys are out there at ISTE, I'm going to be doing a session for Microsoft on Sunday, a session at the Google Teacher Theater. I believe it's 2.30. Uh, but if you can make it on Monday to the Teacher Theater, great. 2 o'clock is, uh, is uh, Eric Kurtz. 2.30 is me. 3 o'clock is Adam Juarez. Lots of great stuff going on at the Google Teacher Theater. And then on Tuesday at 3 to 5 o'clock, I've got a two-hour uh, ISTE playground session where we're going to be talking about how do you help your students tell their stories through the use of audio and video, I'm going to be giving away headsets. I'm going to be giving away uh, free passes to great applications like book widgets and many, many more. Uh, we were working on a lot of great stuff. And heck, if you see Sue and I in the hallways, yes. come up and say hi. Give us a hug. Shake our hands. Fist bump. Would love to hear from you guys Absolutely. and check you out on that stuff. So this wraps up episode number 197. I don't think, Sue, we're going to do a show for next week, but... We'll see what happens while we're at ISTE. And anyway, thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast the home for your professional development. My name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work over the summertime and continue sharing your passions with each other. You've been listening to Ask the Tech Coach, hosted by Jeff Bradbury of the TeacherCast Educational Network. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at AskTheTechCoach or online at www.askthetechcoach.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.